Welcome to the Sermon B-Side Podcast, a podcast of Liberty Church in the Harrisburg region of Central Pennsylvania. Sermon B-Side is designed to be a resource to answer your questions and to go deeper into the conversation started by each week's sermon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another week of the Liberty B-Side Podcast. My name is Steve King. Alongside me is Matt Uloyan. Matt, welcome to Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, not Monday. Podcast, not Monday morning. We took off for Easter Monday. We did. And happy Easter to everyone listening. Happy belated Easter. Hope you really enjoyed your Easter Sunday gatherings with family and friends. We yeah. had a sweet time together Sunday morning here at Liberty. Uh, our tradition, which we kind of like fell backwards into a few years ago. Celebrating Easter? Well, <laughs> yeah. That crazy tradition that we checked that box again. Doing. Yeah. Yep. We, uh, the hot cross buns. Oh, hot cross buns. Is, yeah. is what I was well, thinking. When you said tradition, I, in my mind, I was like, I had no idea what we were going to say. No idea. But hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. Right. That was the tradition. And, uh, and there were hot cross buns had by many. Right. And also several left over. We're, several we're, left over. I, I, I did my best at trying to burn down the church. Well, this that's morning. a new tradition. <laughs> the new tradition we started. This morning was the, it will soon become the annual try to burn down the church by heating up a hot cross bun in the oven. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot the hot cross bun I was warming up in the oven this morning. Uh, and thankfully, Steve, you went into the kitchen. I did. And you're like, uh, I think you asked it very, it was a very Steve King, like nonchalant way of asking this question. Like, um, Matt, are you warming up a, a hot cross? Like, it's smoking out, yeah. of, out of the stove. You were very kind and said, are you, are you warming yeah. up a hot and we were <laughs> we were able to successfully air the smoke out before the alarm. I'm laughing so hard because the amount of smoke that was being generated from this yeah. one hot cross bun. Your calm question. <laughs> ah, hey Matt, are you warming Matt. up a hot cross bun? Instead of like, Matt, what are you doing in here? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I, I smelled it first. I wanted like, well, something something's Is burning. burning. Uh-huh. And I looked at the oven. There was actually smoke coming out of the oven. Wow. And I opened it up, and there was a lot of smoke. Yeah. Some of the some of the I think icing and stuff had burned <laughs> right. off the top of this bun and fallen all the way to the bottom. Right. And I mean this this harmless small little hot cross yeah. hot cross bun was generating a lot of smoke. A so. lot of between Steve between cars crashing through our fence. <laughs> we got a lot going on at the and church. And hot these cross days. buns. We're we're like trying to ruin the building. Yeah. I think we're that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Just quick context so nobody is like uber worried. Yeah. If you, if you hadn't heard or even seen seen uh, the 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 result of what what has happened. So in the last couple of months we've had two cars coming up the ramp, yep. merging on to 15 North. Yep. And, you know, I mean, I think, I don't know who among our listeners is part of this problem, but there are a lot of people out there that cannot merge. Cannot yield. They don't, cannot don't know, yield and they cannot yield merge. Means. Sure. That's true. I think I always put on the, the onus on like the person merging to like read the moment sure. and know how to get in there. Sure. Maybe I'm always more frustrated. Well, that's, with, part of, that's part of yielding, I suppose. Yielding is like... Slowing yeah, down sometimes true. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and getting in and yeah, merging other times too. Yeah. It's like we, most people in Pennsylvania I, have decided it either means always stop and get rear-ended, correct, or just yeah. or just, just fly punch through. it to eighty and see what. See. We've had a punch. We've had a couple punch punch to eighty people recently that were not, were not uh, well received by the people coming on Fifteen North. They were had to quickly divert yeah. down the hill. Um, one to the the front of the building, kind yeah, of like where the front, front entrance front parking lot, is, kind of by our handicap right? parking yeah. spaces. Right, and then just last week, yep. one that had a turn, a truck that had turned down the hill, yep. more toward the back of the building, came within maybe four feet of the back corner here. Yeah, if you know, like where coffee hour is, that back door leading out to the parking lot. Yep, that corner, the truck was about four feet from the corner of the building. It's pretty close. Pretty close. So the fence yeah. is a is is a mangled mess right now. Yep. 
Uh, How do we get there? I don't know. Oh, between hot cross buns, smoking, cars, we got a lot going on. There's a lot. The building, the building feels under under attack. Maybe. It does it's feel under attack. Maybe that's where the, the, the spiritual theme warfare. Is. We need we need some prayer warriors to get out there. <laughs> Didn't feel very spiritual. It felt very physical with a car <laughs> car through the fence. <laughs> and, and a, that's true. And a burning, well burning hot cross bun. Well put. But yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway. Anyway. Easter was awesome this it weekend. Was. It was a great, a beautiful day. Yep. Uh, great time together. Great time worshiping. Uh, yeah, enjoyed your sermon. Maybe Thanks. give us the... We didn't have any questions come in. No. Probably um, means everybody was enjoying their Easter and didn't probably, send any questions in. Probably. But, the last thing you want to do is stop and ask a question. Fair enough. Okay. But yeah, quick a quick recap. Let's maybe. go through the recap. Yeah. So uh, we were in 1 John 3, verses 11 through 18. Um, really the big idea being that, that love is the evidence, the marker that we have passed from death to life. The way we love each other is not only evidence that we are Jesus' disciples... Uh, that's what Jesus said to his disciples, that, that the world will know you by, by your love. John picks up on that here in the letter of 1 John and says, it's not only the, the evidence that you belong to Jesus, it's evidence that you yourself have passed from death to life, that you've experienced your own resurrection. Um, and that Christians then are those who labor to love in our everyday lives because we've most clearly seen the example of love in Jesus. So we walk through four different things. Uh, love's evidence Love's essence, love's example, and then everyday love. John takes it from the extreme toward the end of this verse from the um, Jesus gave down, you know, lay, laid down his life for us. That's the that's the example of love. And to that to that extreme, uh, he writes in verse 16 that we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But then he concludes in verses 17 and 18, he concludes this portion of his letter by saying, um, not the extreme, but the everyday examples that if we see our brother in need, uh, we should open our hand, open our heart to that to that brother, um, not just being ready to love in these extreme ways, but really actually loving in the everyday. Yeah. So that's kind of the way, you know, there, there's an example in there of Cain as a, as a negative example of what hatred looks like and the essence of hatred being murder. We talked about that. There are lots of different threads to follow, but it, but it, in general, big picture idea, love is the evidence we've passed from death to life and we labor to love in the everyday because we've been loved by Jesus. Yep. That's great. That's love's ed- evidence. Mm-hmm. Essence. That's all of it. And that's uh, all you did all. I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I kind of went through all in a real you, short you, order. You pulled it back to evidence. So I was like, I think he just talked about evidence. But no. And then the examples. And I love the everyday love. Every day. Yep. There was the quote you had from C.S. Lewis. One of like, go into this a little bit more. You, yeah. you talked about it there. The, the loving in general may be an excuse for not loving anyone in particular. Yeah. That's so the, the fascinating way that that comes out in John's text in 1 John 3 is he's writing about the brothers, and that word in the original language meant siblings, so yep. the brothers and sisters are fellow, fellow Christians. Yep. And so that's a plural word, and he's talking about love for the brothers, right? Loving the brothers. And all the way through verse 16, it's plural. In verse 17, there's a pretty significant shift, and it, and it says, but if anyone sees his brother, yeah. singular, not plural, in need, and doesn't and does not open his, his hand to them, yeah. not, does not meet the need that's there, how is the love of God abiding in him? And that shift from the plural to the singular really reminded me of this C.S. Lewis quote uh, where he says, it's easier to be enthusiastic about humanity, kind of humanity in general, yeah. than it is to love individual men and women, especially those who are uninteresting, exasperating, depraved, or otherwise unattractive. And then this key line, Steve, that you were referencing there, loving everybody in general may be an excuse for loving nobody in particular. Mm-hmm. And so this whole idea of love for one another being the evidence that we have passed from death to life, 
the evidence actually shows up in the everyday love for real people. Yeah. Not just like a generic kind of uh, altruistic perspective on humanity. Like, I like people. I love people. People are great. Yeah. Um, that's the generic, broad, like, do good to people. Be kind. Like, you know, like the, the bumper stickers and slogans that we all wear, you know, people wear on their t-shirts. If you have a be kind t-shirt, get rid of that t-shirt. <laughs> don't now. Be, don't be kind. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Don't be kind. Don't be kind. But, but that, that, that perspective, that posture can actually be an excuse for loving nobody in particular. Yeah. You can just be a general, like, I'm a loving person. And, and John, in essence, in this text is saying, prove it in the actual way you show up for people in the everyday. Yeah. What are, what are ways you think that we are prone to do that? To, like, to, to love or to not love? I mean, to, to love generally, but not specifically. Yeah. Not particularly. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think, I think in the way we talk about interacting with other people broadly and that whole idea of kindness. Yeah. Um, the whole idea, I, you know, and that I'm going to say some things broadly that would need some qualification, but like just a, a, a broader emphasis on just like generic empathy, uh, generic mm. kindness, um, generic, like, um, just kind of live and let live like that, that whole idea of like, just let people do their thing, be positive toward the, like, so positivity, mm. And, you know, I, I think in general, all of those things have good qualities within them. I think it is good to be kind. I think it is good to have empathy for other people. I think it is good to to, to look for the positive aspects of things in life. Yeah. But um, there's a way to just to, to kind of consider yourself to be a loving person by affirming those things and not actually show up in action. Yeah. That was the other quote was from Dostoevsky's book, The Brothers Karamazov. Lo- love and action is a terrible thing. It's, it's harsh compared to love and dreams. Mm. It's hard to actually love people in, in real life. Um, you know, maybe even kind of like the, the social media, um, you know, lawn sign, generic social justice advocate or warrior kind of perspective of love is, you know, like I'm all, I'm a, I'm a person who loves people. I love people. And yeah. it's like, okay, that's, that's maybe love for humanity in general. Do you actually, back that up with your actions in everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was good. I, I found that to be a, um, a helpful part, kind of a helpful challenge for me to think about where that shows up because you got, you got there by just referencing to all of us and just reminding us that we likely won't be called to lay down our life, right? Yeah. It's not common for every, for, for more people. That's kind of a rare thing. And so yeah. that is a great, it's a great evidence for someone's love that you would lay down your life. Yep. Um, Lord willing, we, we won't have to do that. Right. Right. That may happen in our community, may happen to you and I every someday. Sure. We don't ever know when that's going to happen, but it's rare when it does. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. rare when it does. So when are we loving then by sacrificing our time, our money, our effort, I think is, is the ways that you put it or yep. in so many words, yep. um, which, which was a helpful challenge to me. So I'd encourage all of us to think about where we're doing that um, and where we can, I was thinking like, wow, where am I prone to sometimes hide behind the generalities of love, mm-hmm. you know, even, even something like, okay, when we're, when we're part of a church community and you, and we serve in groups or we're associated with others and mm-hmm. we can sometimes think we've done all the loving we need to do just by being part of the community or by serving, volunteering. Yeah. Um, maybe even if anyone if us feels like, oh, I'm in a Bible study. And so I get together and we'll pray for people. Obviously, but wait, am I praying for someone in between the group gatherings, am yeah. I reaching out to them and saying, "Hey, I, that thing you shared the other day, how can I help more with you on that? Or can, do you need help? Can I pray for you specifically? Like, can we go deeper yeah. with people in our lives, whether in the church or outside the church, 
rather than just being a mm, kind of an associated person mm-hmm. of love to a group. Yep. That's kind of like this nameless group or faceless group. Yeah. Where are we going? Even, uh, even we, man, we love the fact that our church gives financially to support a lot of yep. um, initiatives here. Yep. Um, we don't always maybe have a church that we feel can, can always uh, have a number of people that shows up for when there's a real practical need. Sure. That sounds like a critique. I don't mean it as a, as a, too heavy of a critique. It's just something that's like a little bit realistic about our church. Yeah. Well, sometimes giving financially is, well, if I just write a check or give a gift, that's the way I can love. And it is a way to love somebody. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But it also is a little detached from like, wait, do I actually going to, am I going to give my time and feel the inconvenience that sometimes it takes to go a step further to love someone specifically? Absolutely. Those are always need to be discerned in the moment. It's not meant to be in, like a too heavy of a critique. Yeah. Just helpful ways for us to think about where we have the opportunities to do that in our lives. That's exactly it. And it's, it's often, it's often the opposite of the way our mind thinks when we think about love. We think of extreme short bursts, you know, you know, extreme effort for a short period of time that then has a story on mm-hmm. the other side of it. It's like, Hey, guess what I did? I showed up, I did this cool act of love and it made this distinct <clears throat> difference in this short period of time. It's yeah. almost like, it's almost maybe to an extreme, like what, like a, um, like a, like a mission trip mentality would be for, for life. Like I just, I show up, I put a, a work of a, a week of like really hard work and effort in yeah. and I've got this to show for it at the end. It's a cool story to share. That's how, and we kind of define love that way. This like burst of energy. Uh, and, and we work really hard. We do it. You know, giving would be the same way. Like I've worked, you know, this labor for a short period of time. It came out with a cool story on the other side. Yeah. Everyday love is often stuff that is sustained, um, a sustained exertion, a, you know, maybe smaller exertions, but sustained exertions over a long period of time. Yeah. And they don't really have a great story all the time with it. It's like, yep. I'm still very, so like, I think of people that, like do caregiving with like family members or friends. It's just a constant need for care yeah. uh, in their life. And it's like every single day I've got to help this person use the bathroom, get dressed, bathe, get, you know, like I've got to, like I'm showing up every day for this stuff. None of that makes us like a good story. Like you, you're not going to, mm-hmm. I'm not going to show up next week and be like, Hey Steve, you know what I did this week? I got to, again, this week for the, like the 85th week in a row, show up for my yeah. family member or friend and do the same thing I did every week. Yeah. But that, mm-hmm. that's like an everyday like love type thing. Yeah. That is really, that really is like, um, the, the labor and fortitude that, you know, uh, Dostoevsky's quote in there talks about love is labor and fortitude. Yeah. <clears throat> Sustained period of time, um, pouring yourself out for someone. So I think that's, that's maybe the difference there. And can we do that with everybody? We can't. Like there's not a way that we can show up. And that's where I think even, and this is good, good fodder for, for Bible discussion, for Bible study discussions this week. John even gives a little bit of criteria in first John chapter three. And he says, if you have the world's goods, like yeah. you have to have some resources that, that are available to do that. And if you see your brother's need. So like the reality is, is we don't actually see all the needs that are out there. Like if, like if I saw every need that was just in our own church right now, yeah, that would, that would utterly crush me. And I see a lot of them yeah. <laughs> and I can't per- personally respond to all of them. And that's why we have other means of community, you know, it's not just on, on me or other elders here to do that. We also have deacons and we have men and women in community with each other, uh, that are meant to show up for each other on the front line. But that's even like a a, a relatively small community of people and saying, Mm -hmm. so, so John's saying here, like, if you see a brother in need, um, so you have to be able to see it and do you have, 
the world's goods. Now, many of us do have the world's goods to provide, you know, financially, at least yeah. in that regard. But that would also include time and energy and capacity. And, you know, um, so, so there's a couple, there's, there's some criteria there that John gives. And I think it's, it's living our lives, um, seeking to keep in step with the Holy Spirit, asking to have, you know, the spirit, keep our eyes open to the needs that are around us that we can respond to. But as we're, as we're asking for our eyes to stay open to then, to then step into those needs and and stay with them. Right. And, and some of the harder things that are, that are always harder for us as a church community to respond to are the long-term ones. It's like, we'll rally really well for a short period of time. Someone needs rides for like a few weeks. Got it. Someone needs meals for a couple weeks. Always, man, that's that that just those signups get filled up a ton. Yeah. Someone needs meals for a year, that's a little harder. Someone needs rides forever sure. <laughs> to church, uh, that's a little harder. Mm-hmm. Like the like those are the ones where it's like the everyday ongoing, there's not an end date on this. Um that becomes a, a lot higher ask. Yeah. Um and it's not like we can respond to all those and be the ones that show up for all those, but but some of them we should. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of discernment there. That's helpful to see, put light on that and um, be encouraging to, to, to each other to have us go deeper in those opportunities as we find them and, and find them with each other mm-hmm. too. And maybe that brings us to even Bible study groups. We have the questions on the sheet that everyone's been able to reference, our Bible study groups. Any you know, last moment challenges to Bible study groups as we talk through the sermon series or sermon that we had uh, this week as part of the series and moving forward one week at a time? Yeah, I, I mean, I think those questions will hopefully prompt good discussion about this. Um, I think it would be good to to celebrate things that you're seeing. That, that was even some of the goal of Sunday. So, like, there, there's certainly a lot of challenge and application that could be brought from this text to say, here's why you need to love people probably in a more labor and fortitude sustained kind of way than you do right now. Where I went with it on Sunday, um, and I think this was in light of just rejoicing in the finished work of Jesus on Easter Sunday together, was like, by the grace of God, I do see a lot of examples of that in our church. Yep. And, and just even trying to call some of those out uh, and to celebrate and rejoice in that together. Like there, there is evidence that we are people who have passed from death to life by the way that love is being shared in our church family, among people in our church and with, with people that they know and love. And it's like, let's, man, let's celebrate that. Let's, yeah. let's experience the assurance that we're meant to experience by the ways we see that example. So I would say twofold in Bible study this week celebrate the stuff that where you've been able to show up and love people like stuff that you see in your life that helps you go, man, I have passed from death to life, but there is love for other people in my life. And here's where I'm seeing it. Yeah. It could be your own immediate family, Mm -hmm. your friends could be other people you've come in contact with. Spend some time doing that. It's totally worth doing that. The other flip side then being what is, what are John's words here exposing about Is there evidence from your life that you've passed from death to life? Yeah. Is there evidence in the way you love and where, what would growth in that look like? Um, what would it look like to, to open your heart and your hands to people even this week, um, and step into that love? Yeah, it's good. That's good. Well, thanks everyone for listening today. A reminder, if you have questions, always send them into us. Uh, by Monday mornings of each week. We usually record this on Monday morning. We're obviously recording on Tuesday morning this week. Uh, Hope you enjoy the rest of this week. We'll look forward to seeing you next Sunday for Worship and Beyond. Sounds good. Bye, everyone. Yeah, take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Sermon B-Side podcast. For more resources and information about our church, visit www.LibertyHarrisburg.org. That's Liberty with an I, Harrisburg.org.